0: Today's episode of Pushing Through is brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. The tournament is in full swing and the action has not disappointed. DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app, is putting new customers in the center of all the action. Bet $1 on any tournament game, and if your team wins, you win $100. It's that simple. Turning $1 into $100 is 100 to 1 odds. Pick any college basketball team that's still in the hunt for your shot at winning $100. All it takes is a $1 bet and that team winning their next game. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable so you can deposit and withdraw your funds at your own convenience. Download the top rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code Tate when you sign up to turn $1 into $100 if the college basketball team of your choosing pulls off the win. That's code Tate T-A-T-E to turn $1 into $100 for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling program. Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, one 800 with it Welcome to pushing through. I am Tate Frazier, and as always, I am joined by the kid BJ Armstrong. And BJ, the trade deadline has passed. We've had lots of moves. If your name, if your name was Gary, you got shipped yesterday. Unfortunately, uh, we're going to break down all those moves. But BJ, how you feeling? Do you feel relief after the trade deadline?
1: Well, I, I was really happy about the trade trade deadline yesterday. And here's why, Tate, there were a lot of basketball moves made. Mm. You know, we talk so much here about, you know, we hear the executives today refer to the players as assets. We talk about who has acquired the most draft picks. (laughs) We talk about salary cap flexibility. (laughs) Well, yesterday, I was excited because I saw basketball moves being made. The Clippers getting Rondo. That was a basketball move. The Miami Heat made a basketball move. The Philadelphia 76ers made a basketball move by adding depth to their roster. Mm-hmm. And finally, the Denver Nuggets, who Oof. I thought, whoo, BJ, whoo, I thought they made an outstanding, <laughs> outstanding move. To say, we're pushing all of our chips. They went all in. They went all in. They didn't just dip their toe in the pool. They jumped in. Mm -hmm. I loved it. So clearly now we understand that teams now are going for it. We know what the Clippers are doing. Mm -hmm. They're going for it. We know Denver is going for it.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: Utah, they're in the game now. Yep. The Lakers, they could say what they want. The Lakers now had to reevaluate their current roster to say, is this a team that we think we can win with? And there was some speculation, maybe consideration here, there with players. Mm-hmm. And, it, it, and it was really addressed. Philadelphia, we saw Milwaukee make a basketball move by acquiring P.J. Tucker. You know, a little some days earlier. And of course, the Brooklyn Nets, who I don't think they're done. Drummond is still hanging out there. Lamarcus Aldrich is still floating out there. So, what I loved yesterday, which we when we had Chris Haynes on the show here a couple of days ago, is that this seven, eight, nine, ten 10 playing game now is forcing teams to play and be competitive. Mm hmm. And I love the fact that the teams at the, you know, that's one, two, three, four in their respective conferences now are saying, well, we're here, let's go for it. Mm -hmm. So I like the competitive spirit. And when you see a team like Denver make a move (laughs) like that to a team, by the way, Tate, they made the Western Conference Finals just a year, just, well, not a year ago. Well, yeah, I mean, technically, I guess it is a year ago, last season. They feel now that they can win it. And I happen to agree with them. Without question, the Denver Nuggets, they have a roster mm-hmm. that can win and come out of the Western Conference. And I love when there's competition because now Denver is in the game.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Denver is in the game now. And not only are they in the game, I could see Denver defensively doing this. They could play... Um. What's the what's the starting guard there? Um, Jamal Murray, Jamal Murray, Michael Porter Jr., mm-hmm. Aaron Gordon, Jokic, and JaVale McGee <laughs> on the floor at the same time.
0: That that might be the most ridiculously long lineup I've ever I've <laughs> okay, ever heard. You understand what I'm saying here? That is John Hammond's dream, I think. D- Bj, d- 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 this is <laughs> the Winks this, is man. I, this is what
1: I'm saying. <laughs> Did you hear that? Look, okay. Jamal Murray, <laughs> Michael Porter Jr.
0: At the two, yeah.
1: Aaron Gordon. hmm Gordon Jokic LeBron. at Jokic. the four. Yeah, Jokic at the and four. And JaVale yeah. McGee at the five. And the reason I'm saying at the four is because Jokic, if there is one glaring thing that's, that, it's, that, that he doesn't do well, is he, you know, he's not a shot blocker. He's not a rim protector. Mm-hmm. Now you have athletes around him at every position, which allows him to specifically say, all we need you to do is not let your guys go out there and shoot open threes. And he can do that. Mm-hmm. That, to me, is what got me excited because that's a problem. Yeah, that make sure team, make sure
0: Markeith Morris doesn't make open And those by shots. the way, guys,
1: yeah. by the way, Tate, this team or that team could play zone in the last three or four minutes of a game. And because of their length, they could defend the perimeter.
0: Mm-hmm. Take away Good all luck.
1: those little small guards who are going yeah. to run screen roll and attack the basket.
0: You can't go vertical on that team either.
1: They can get a stop now. Mm-hmm. So now their best player, who perhaps may not be the best defensive player, suddenly they could be the best defensive team. Because of their ability to shot block and the length that they have. And by the way, that team has some type of advantage on the other end of the floor because of mm-hmm. their length mm-hmm. somewhere. Vertical. And we know Jokic We know Jokic has an advantage, but Michael Porter probably will have an advantage. Aaron Gordon Mm -hmm. probably will have an advantage. Okay. Someone, and we know we can run screen roll with Jamal Murray. We know what he's capable of doing.
0: I was going to say, think about Jamal Murray now has screen roll with JaVale, screen roll with Aaron Gordon, screen roll with Jokic.
1: I just see (laughs) major problems (laughs) when you play this team. Okay. It's, so it's a matchup nightmare for I, sure. I, I think it's a ma- <laughs> they, they can play big. They can play small. They can play slow. They can play And their play bigs fast. can play small. That's the and, problem. Jokic now, can be the point guard. <laughs> this is what I'm saying. I I, I love Denver. I, I, I really do. You know, I, I would love to be the Assistant coach just giving the head coach ideas. We can, yeah, do this Mike, coach.
0: Mike Malone's gonna have too many things in it. Oh that. man, I mean, you know, and this the, guy, BJ, here. they got like Bow Bull on the bench too. Think about but that. Bull Bull, you know, <laughs> can you imagine what their practice is going to look like with Bow Bowl? And these, I mean, and Javale.
1: this is to me, this is just a dream come true scenario, and I yep. like it. I, I love the fact that they pushed it in. They lost two very good players, by the way, Mason Plumley. And Jeremy Grant. They lost two very good players. They patiently waited. They replaced them. And in some ways, I think they're just as good or perhaps even better. But Mm -hmm. the fact that they believe that they can win it. Bravo. Bravo for the NBA. Let's get these games started because I want to see what's going to happen when the playoffs begin. And we
0: talked about this, you know, that that kind of trio of team, Utah, Phoenix, Denver, would they make a push to, to kind of show that they're willing to compete and go all in against a team like the Lakers, or the Clippers? And, you know, Denver makes that move. I think Phoenix still has all the pieces to make a run as well. Yeah. I, think, I think Utah believes that they have all the pieces to make a run. I'm excited to see what that looks like in the playoffs. I, I like the chip on the shoulder that they have. I also like the continuity that they have as a team. They've played with each other for a long time. That was one of my favorite things about the first iteration of the Warriors when Bogut was the five those guys have been playing together for four or five years so when they won the title it made sense they understood how to play with each other uh so that that group is kind of settled I want to talk about the Clippers BJ because they make this move to get Rondo we I mean I would brought up Rondo as a potential asset for maybe the you know the Sixers or maybe the Lakers go back after him but the Clippers make this move trade Lou will there and to me that that shows that they're putting all their chips in and uh and that's where we are which is great for the western well, conference it, it's gonna what, be fun what it
1: shows t- is someone's listening to us because <laughs> you and i have been saying for quite some time mm-hmm. since the bubble that if, the, if there's one thing that's missing from their team is a lead organizer guard who could organize them and play downhill mm-hmm. they have all of the other pieces they, they have a score Kawhi leonard is one of the top two or three players in this entire league that can score in the last four minutes of a game mm-hmm. without questioning. He can get to his spot in the mid range and score with the best of them without question. He's strong enough. He's done it. He's shown that he can do it. He did it just recently just up in Toronto without question. Okay. They have another athletic wing. Paul George is a very capable scorer. They have Serge Ibaka now shot blocker can extend the game. If there's one thing that's missing from this team is someone who could push it, organize, take some of the ball handling duties from their two premier players, Paul George and Kawhi Leonard, so that they can be who they really are, which are excellent wing players who can attack the basket from the wing position. I think it was a great basketball move. Rondo is championship proven. He has all of the, 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 the characteristics that you want in a lead guard. And he can play in big moments. So I thought it was a great move by them. Terrific move. It pushes probably Pat Beverly and these guys to play a take a lesser role. But Rondo is without question an upgrade for this team. And I think improves their chances on winning the ultimate prize, which is now they're in now they have their foot or their toe in the pool right now. They got mm-hmm. their. Everyone's Mm -hmm. touching, saying, we can win this. And I love this. This is what I love. And Rondo is a difference maker, okay? He is a difference maker. And the thing I love most about Rondo is that he has presence. To Mm -hmm. me, that's the most important thing as a player. Do do you feel me? Mm -hmm. You know, I'm not just saying that because that's, you know, lingo. No, Rondo, you are going to feel his presence in that locker room one way or another. Great move by them. Great basketball move by them. I can't wait to get these games started. They're going to be a little chippy now. Clippers Lakers now has been heightened (laughs) yeah
0: I mean you talk about the mental edge if you're you know a Paul George and you had this you know issue in the bubble with kind of getting over this mental hurdle in your mind and now you have a guy that is known for playoff basketball that is known for taking and shouldering that responsibility like Rondo talk about that mental leap that he can have knowing that it's all good Rondo's got it taken care of he's going to tell me what we need to do on this possession he's going to deal with time and score and also if I need a basket I got Kawhi over here on the wing,
1: Montrezl Harrell last year was with the Clippers. Yep, Rondo was with the Lakers. Mm-hmm. They switched teams. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we just saw a week ago. Rondo is not turning down anything. I asked Rondo one day, "Why you don't turn your collar down?" He said, "I don't turn nothing down. I don't." So Montrez. <laughs> not by trends, I'm sure. Rondo is going to bring that heat and he's going to bring that smoke. Okay? No no doubt about
0: it. Okay, Especially being back in LA. Now,
1: I don't know what everybody else see. When you see Rondo, Rondo don't even turn his collar down. So I can't wait for Rondo to get in there with the Clippers Mm -hmm. so that he can organize this because he gonna bring it.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Rondo gonna bring that, no doubt about it. He's he 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 understands how to play and make a run. Yep. I think this like again. So I think the Lakers now are aware of the Clippers. <laughs> I think the Utah Jazz now are aware of the Clippers. The Portland Trail Blazers, the Phoenix Suns, the Denver Nuggets. That's nothing to play with. Because mm-hmm. now I know Rondo can go in any arena and get a win on the road. Now, he's done that time and time again. I mean, Rondo he got loves hurt. it. He lives Rondo for it. Rondo got hurt yeah. in the bubble, came back, and <laughs> made an impact. So I know Rondo is engaged. I know he is engaged. I know he knows how to do this. And more importantly, he knows how to manage a game. He you know how to manage superstars, egos. He, when you say one plus one equals three, Rondo's name is somewhere <laughs> on the, he understands this. He's up- He's Matthew like Matthew a coach. Cool. Oh, coach.
0: Yeah, yeah, he's also like a coach. He's like a tactician. And you mentioned the bubble thing. I mean, they didn't show their hand in the regular season of the bubble. Then we get to the playoffs. Rondo's back, and they have this death lineup where Rondo turns into the point guard, and LeBron turns into LeBron. Hey, and we hadn't coach. seen it yet. You know what I mean? Nah, That's tactical. Rondo,
1: Rondo right <laughs> I mean, now that made us smart. <laughs> is you know when they say logos, right? Our logo for hoopology should be rondo hoopologist because rondo brings with the, smoke with, with, with the nine on him he's strapped. he brings smoke we don't <laughs> want the pretty players here we don't want the players that shoot the nice pretty looking jump shot we want the grimy players here yeah we want the players who understand the following we want the player who gonna get the loose ball rondo mm-hmm. is gonna get the loose ball he to get the loose ball we don't have mm-hmm. to shoot baskets and make nice 20 out of 25, three. No, 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 no. We're going to get 20 out of 20 loose balls. That's mm-hmm. our logo. <laughs> Rondo is, he can be, he could play for me every day of the week and twice on Sunday tape. Mm. I love that kid. I love his personality. I love what he brings. <laughs> I love his confidence. I love his swag. And you know what? The man just don't know how to stop, you know. Mm-hmm. He's all wrong for a lot of people, but he's all right for for people here in the Hubology. He all right for me. Yeah, give me Rondo. So yeah. I'm excited, man. I, I really, I really love what what happened yesterday. I mean, yeah. I just I'm all over this.
0: I'm calling him Rockefeller Rondo, can't stop, won't stop. And, oh, uh, man, is that what we call him? That's no, what I'm man. calling him. And oh, the, man, he got
1: to have something original. Rondo is original, man. Think about <laughs> this. Think about, I, think about this. And this is the guard in me that loves Rondo. <laughs> the guard guru here. The guard guru. This is what I look. Rondo had to manage Ray Allen. He had to manage Paul Pierce. He mm-hmm. had to manage Kevin Garnett. He had to manage. Doc Rivers. Kendrick Perkins. Kendrick Perkins, Tom Thibodeau. Mm -hmm. He was a young player. Mm -hmm. And Rondo managed that beautifully. And by the end of that, you could argue that Rondo might have been the most important piece (laughs) in the game. Yep. So Rondo, you could put that young man, that young man... You can put that young man in the fire. You can say, go help that bear. Or say, you know, it's a bear in the room. You don't go help Rondo, you better help that bear because Rondo gonna figure that out. (laughs) (laughs) You better go help the bear when you talk about Rondo. That Hmm. young man there has all of the moxie that you need. Okay, is he the strongest? No, is he the fastest? No. Can he shoot the best? No. Does he have the best handles? No. Game seven. (laughs) He'll figure it out. Rondo, you ain't, Rondo ain't going to lose. You got to go beat him. That's what Mm -hmm. I love about Rondo going to show up to the run. He going to show up to the fight. The only way you can, only way you're going to beat Rondo is you got to show up and have the same level of intensity and determinism that he has.
0: Yeah, beat him at the same game. Yep
1: right cuz he ain't going to stay down rondo going to mm-hmm. get back up mm-hmm. so you know that that's that's the logo so Midas, rondo is my logo uh, i want rondo <laughs> i just want him diving for a loose ball that's the logo here at hoopology yeah. that's when, what we value here. that's
0: the play when he dove for the loose ball in boston and brought it back and then goes up for the layup yeah that's the moment that's the moment that's
1: that's that's, that, that's he, he he's always been one of my favorites cuz he just just brings it man he yeah. shows up and plays against every He's played again Think about this. He has played against every great guard in this generation. Mm-hmm. Everybody talk about shooting. Everybody talk about all these things. Well, Rondo, Rondo's never been a, a three-point shooter. Think about what these, how these guys play today. But when you talk about winning, he there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to overlook this. Rondo, he ain't shooting 15 threes or all his things, P-E-R. <laughs> when you talk about winning, you better put Rondo's name in there and put mm-hmm. some respect on that man's name.
0: Absolutely. And uh, this has been The Guard Guru, presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's
1: top-rated sportsbook app. Today's show is brought to you by Nitsa. It can be a little frustrating, especially if you're in a hurry or running late, to find yourself at a railroad crossing waiting for a train. And if the signals are going and the train's not even there yet, you may feel a bit tempted to try and sneak across the tracks. Well, don't. Ever. To the naked eye, trains often appear to be further away and moving slower than they are. And they can't stop quickly. Even if the engineer hits the emergency brakes right away, it can take a train over a mile to stop. Over a mile to stop. By that time, it's too late, and the result is a potentially deadly crash. The point is, you can't know how quickly the train will arrive. The train can't stop quickly. Even if it sees you, it ends in disaster. If the signals are on, the train is on its way. And you just need to remember one thing. Stop. Trains can't.
0: We're also brought to you by our friends at First Leaf. As we all know, trying different wine is one of the best ways to find new favorites, yet sometimes buying wine you've never had or heard before doesn't pay off, literally. But having First Leaf Wine Club membership is like being a VIP in the world of wine. I can discover top-rated wine and you can discover it at a discounted cost with practically zero effort. First Leaf is a wine club that sends personalized selections of wines from top vineyards around the world right to your door. Every bottle is handpicked by experts with your exact preferences and palate in mind. No more guesswork or letdowns, and you'll get incredible wine at much lower prices. First Leaf works directly with world-class winemakers, saving you up to 60% off retail on award-winning wine. Don't believe me? I promise you. I get it every single month, a whole shipment of First Leaf wine, Barolos, you know, anything that I want. I mean, a lot of, you know, Argentinian wine I've been into lately. You can discover all the new wine like a VIP by becoming a First Leaf member. Join today and you'll get six bottles of wine for twenty nine ninety five and free shipping. Just go to tryfirstleaf.com slash pushin. That's six bottles of wine for twenty nine ninety five and free shipping at tryfirstleaf.com slash pushin. P-U-S-H-I-N. Again, firstleaf.com slash pushing. Back to Pushing Through. That brings us to last night. Dwight Howard, uh, the Sixers, they come into L.A. They face the Lakers. Dwight gets his ring. Danny Green gets his ring. Danny Green ends up going for 28 uh, in this game. But Dwight Howard... Kind of sent a message last night, B.J., uh, you know, gets in a little yeah. little tussle with Montres Harrell, guy who, you know, based on the numbers, pretty much took his spot with this Lakers team. And Dwight was trying to send a message that, hey, we're a little too
1: physical. I, I, I'm going to say something. I'm going to say something about Doc. I'm going to say something. OK, this needs to be said. OK, this, this needs to be said, because now let's get off of the media. And, and you know, you know, yeah. me. I, I, I always go at these narratives anyway. Yeah. Doc Rivers is making a statement now hmm. OK, he's, he's really he's attacking the entire NBA. Now, we can talk about the game last night, but let me tell you what Doc is really doing. Doc is attacking the NBA
2: mm-hmm.
1: because we've all been fed this narrative about three point shooting, small ball, PER and all of these things. Right. Efficiency and all of this stuff. OK, we, we've been fed this narrative and now this is the, the new thing. We we have to improve our shooting. We got to improve our spacing. Okay, Doc Rivers is attacking the entire NBA because he has a player that can actually control the game. His name is Ben Simmons. Mm-hmm. And the reason that's important is because in today's game, you have to be able to control the, 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 the tempo of the game. And Ben Simmons can neutralize all of that shooting because they're attacking the post. Every single time. Now, with Joel Embiid, it's obvious. Oh, Joel Embiid's not shooting as many threes as he did a year ago. And it was obvious when you saw Joel Embiid because he's a center. Now, mm-hmm. what you going to say? Doc Rivers is showing you showing you, and showing us, as much as the game has changed, when the game is boiled down to its essence, yep. it is what it is. It's not going to change. Mm-hmm. Get the ball inside, attack the basket. It's the highest percentage shot. And force the defense (laughs) to make a decision. But you got to have a player who understands it. Now, Mm -hmm. if Ben Simmons probably was a shooter, he probably wouldn't play this way. But he understands how effective he is in forcing the team to collapse, which is causing them to have an advantage every single time down the court. Mm -hmm. So they have three players that attack the post every single time. Most people who are observers of the game and don't understand this, but let's take a deep dive here. Getting the ball to the fo- getting the ball into the post is a form of penetration. Okay, this generation's greatest player, not currently, but the gen- I'm just using the modern era. Let's say the modern era, so we can be specific here. Michael Jordan was truly a center. Mm -hmm. who was disguised as a 6'6'' wing player. (laughs) But what he really was is he was a center because he was going to get 50 touches or more with the ball, with a live dribble in the post.
0: Yep. High post, mid post, low post.
1: Okay. Now, everyone keeps saying that the late Kobe Bryant mimicked Michael Jordan. No, the Kobe Bryant mimicked winning because why spend all your time crossing over and <laughs> in and out and between the legs and doing that when I can go directly to the post?
0: Cut out the middleman. Sec- cut yeah. the
1: middleman right out. Mm-hmm. Most people don't understand that aspect. And that's when it's hard for me to watch because the young people spend so much time on all of the The show, the showman, the showmanship, which is great. It's fun, it's watch, you watch a guy cross him over and he falls, you go, oh, okay, that's fun. (laughs) But truly, when you get down to championship caliber basketball, it's about how efficient can you get that ball in an operating area with a live dribble? There aren't many players that can do it. Ben Simmons is a unique player because he's not a scorer yet. I think he's going to be a scorer now, because mm-hmm. what he what he's doing now is what great players do. They can affect the game without scoring. Magic, Bird, mm-hmm. sounds familiar. Jordan, <laughs> yep. Pippen, mm-hmm. Kobe, LeBron. He's just not a scorer yet, but now he has figured out I can affect this game, and I don't even have to score. Mm -hmm. Just because I can get it in the post, and that's a form of penetration. And it's very simple. So now I'm a little nervous with Philly Mm -hmm. because Ben Simmons now is a bigger version of Jason Kidd. You heard it here. Ben Simmons is a bigger version of Jason Kidd. I see it. Ben Simmons will be a scorer in this league. Mm Why? Why? Because Jason Kidd, they told me Jason Kidd couldn't score. Well, by the end of his career, he like led the in like yeah, three points he, made or whatever. Yeah, he's like
0: making every three he looks at.
1: Ben Simmons, right in front of our eyes, is a taller, bigger version of Jason Kidd. And I watched Jason Kidd. I watched him go to back-to-back NBA finals yep. in New Jersey. And they told me he couldn't shoot. And I said, wait a minute, I played against this guy. He he don't have to score. Oh, he can't. No, 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 no. You're not watching the same game. Mm -hmm. Ben Simmons now suddenly has realized, I can defend and control the game. I can pass from the post and control the game. I can attack the basket on a score and on a miss and affect Mm -hmm. the game. I can Mm -hmm. guard the other team's best player and affect the game. I can just switch up and do things now because I can affect the game. And by the way, I haven't even done the main thing yet, which is score. And he's going to be a score because you can see it now. Doc Rivers has a plan for him, but more importantly, Ben Simmons has someone who finally understands the following that every small forward or versatile player understands. You can't just force him to be one thing. I couldn't just make Scottie Pippen a small forward and say, you go score points. Mm -hmm. Scottie Pippen was creative. He had an imagination. He... He had to do a little bit of this. He had to do a little bit of that. He shot a little bit, passed a little bit, <laughs> played a little defense, <laughs> guarded this guy. It's like, you know, it's like a kid who's too smart. You got to, like, keep him yeah. moving. Yeah, keep him
0: entertained. Yeah.
1: Ben Simmons now, he's just making passes now. You're pulling the ball. He'll just pass it behind his head. Yeah, play I a mean, little defense the ball. I last
0: night, he just threw it to the corner. Nobody was there. Danny Green sprints
1: to the corner to catch it, then makes a three. <laughs> so now he has a coach who understands this. Yep. Doc understands it. You can tell. You can, you can see it. Like when I say, I go, oh, wow. I was like, oh, this is Jason Kidd. I got nervous. <laughs> I was like, oh, oh. I say, oh, because you can see it. <laughs> now now I can see it. Now I got the vision. I say, oh. Now when Joel Embiid comes back, this team has confidence. Now mm-hmm. Doc is attacking the league right now because now he's making a statement because now he knows that there isn't another player right now who can do what he's doing. Mm-hmm. there there isn't another player his size with his ability who can do this so doc rivers knows that he can win this thing
0: i mean he has two of those guys right i mean Embiid when he comes back he has, nobody can do that nobody can duplicate that in the league and and, the same Ben.
1: and when i see tobias harris i'm gonna knock that chip off of his shoulder because now tobias harris is playing with a chip on his shoulder mm-hmm See now, Doc Rivers got him mad at everybody too. So he's just trying to destroy everybody. He's yeah. going to the post. He he's going to the post like he's an old school player, like yeah, like he's at he, the YMCA. Yeah, yeah, like you know how most guys run to the three point line, he just go to the post like and they pass it to him in the post. It's like I was like, what is this like nineteen like, ninety? He's just going to the post. He's just like you know he looked like a like a young Xavier McDaniel. I'm just gonna beat up everybody. You know what I, I mean? He just yeah. He's mad. He's mad he's not an all-star. He's mad. He's mad at the coaches. He's mad at the players. (laughs) He's mad at the media. He's mad, you know, he's mad at the viewers. You thought I was going to miss that shot. You know what I mean? (laughs) Tobias Harris is just bad right now. And I love it. I I love it. So Doc Rivers right now has this team playing the game in the regular season like you would normally see in the postseason. Mm. And that, to me, gives them a decided advantage. Because they don't have to change their style of play on both ends of the court. Now, clearly, you got to look out for, for Brooklyn and what they can do. You got to look out for Milwaukee. They have a phenomenal player, you know. But I like this Philly team. Mm-hmm. I like what Doc is doing. I like that they're battle tested. And then this is what I really like I don't like to see anyone get injured, I don't like to see Joel MB out. But now Philadelphia has the confidence to know that they can play with, with or without. Exactly. Okay, And that's important when you get to the playoffs. Mm-hmm. With Joel Embiid, we feel really good. Without Joel Embiid, we feel really good. Mm-hmm. If Joel Embiid plays well, you got no chance to beat us. Now, when you face that guy <laughs> who's willing to take your best punch and stand there and take it, that can do something that can that can really take the confidence of another team. Doc Rivers got these guys believing. They believing on the road. They on the West Coast right now winning games yep. without their best player. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's now you're talking about something special. So, you know, Ben Simmons right now. Jason Kidd saw himself yesterday playing if he was 6'10. Because mm-hmm. that's what Jason Kidd did. Jason Kidd didn't even have a score affect the entire game he'd affect the whole game love it love what this young man is doing yeah and then you
0: mentioned you know daryl morey with the sixers as we get close to the trade deadline is able to turn tony bradley my guy from north carolina plays two games plays exceptional and they turned tony bradley into george hill you know, they needed a point guard we, to to be able to set get,
1: things up. I we mean, have to get Daryl Morey on the show. Can we let's make do that it. happen, Midas? We got to yeah. get him on the show. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we got to talk to him because,
0: I mean, look, I love Tony Bradley, but that's a great move. You don't lose Tese You don't lose Maxi, You don't lose any of these young guys. And you talked about Ben Simmons. He has fun playing defense. I mean, it looks like he almost has more pride on that end of the floor than he does on offense. That, like you said, usually doesn't happen until the playoffs. But if you play like that all season, you're comfortable when you get to that point.
1: You know, I saw what Doc did yesterday, but we got to unveil everything here because we got to put all of our chips in the table, too. We always talk about the stats of the offensive players. But to win a championship, you got to get a stop. Mm -hmm. The Philadelphia 76ers increased their depth, especially on the defensive end. George Hill is another able body that you can throw at all of those guards they think they're going to see in the Eastern Conference Finals. George Hill is an able defensive body because Ben Simmons can't guard everybody. Ben Simmons is going to have to match up with Kevin Durant. Mm
0: -hmm. And
1: Giannis. Ben Simmons is going to have to match up with that, okay? Mm -hmm. That's a tall task. Kevin Durant, if he's healthy, let me tell you something. George Gervin said said it best. My offense is my defense. There aren't many players who can say that and execute that statement. George Gervin was one of them. Kevin Durant (laughs) is another. He's George Gervin 2.0. Mm-hmm. Ben Simmons is going to have to guard him. So that means that there are going to have to be other able bodies that's going to have to defend James Harden, Kyrie Irving, and all his other players. Mm -hmm. So Doc Rivers quietly getting depth, quietly has rim protection, quietly. They got to guard us, too, because mm-hmm. whoever guards Tobias Harris is going to take that 20 and like it. <laughs> <laughs> no. I mean, you're right. Whoever I mean, that- guards Tobias Harris is going to take that 20 piece. 20, 20 and 8, you're going to like it. Yeah. he, he gon- <laughs>
0: He has a fascinating <laughs> role to me. I know it, it, he dominates the mid post. He just he brings the ball up and backs people in. He and Ben hey, do the same thing. They don't even need an entry take pass. You gonna twenty
1: from <laughs> Tobias Harris and like it? Okay, it's fun. So, I so enjoy it. James Harden is gonna have to <laughs> guard somebody. Yep, because Ben Simmons is gonna take him in the post if they decide to put him on there. Tobias Harris is gonna take him in the post. Who we'll mm-hmm. put him on there? Kyrie Irving. Is going Somebody got to stay at home with Seth Curry. Somebody got to stay at home with these people. And Joel Embiid. Danny Green, yep. Is going to give you that 30 piece, and <laughs> you're going to like it. Yeah. I mean,
0: now, that, that's why, to me, Brooklyn has to get a Drummond or somebody I, I, I to match know, up with Embiid. Again,
1: I keep saying this. You need 12 fouls to play against him. And then Dwight Howard quietly... I mean, Dwight Howard has Howard's identified his role on the team. Yeah. So I'm going to say this. There will be six hard fouls I know every game against the Philadelphia 76 in the playoffs.
0: Because
1: mm-hmm. Dwight Howard right now is going to have – he got six fouls. He's like Bill Lambeer. He he going to play physical basketball. BJ, so, he knocked Bam out of the finals. People forget that. He <laughs> is going to – so again – Doc Rivers has already set the stage. This is how we play here. Mm -hmm. And those are big men. Joel Embiid is a big man. Ben Simmons is a big man. Yeah,
0: Broad Street bullies. You know, this is what it's turning Uh, into. Dwight
1: Howard is a big man. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay. They got big folks over there. Okay. This this ain't little, these ain't little thin bodies. Mm -hmm. So Doc is, he's attacking the NBA. And, I, and, and and what I know because I know the rest of the league, they're looking for, you know, athleticism and length and guys who can step back and all of these things. Doc Rivers is coming, bringing a street fight. He's bringing a street fight to the NBA and I don't know who else is looking at this street fight. Mm. But somebody better get out there and, 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 because the way they plan, I'm going to leave it alone there, Tate. I'm going to leave it. Let's go to the next conversation, man.
0: Today's episode of Pushing Through is brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. The tournament is in full swing, and the action has not disappointed. DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app, is putting new customers in the center of all the action. Bet $1 on any tournament game, and if your team wins, you win $100. It's that simple. Turning $1 into $100 is 100 to 1 odds. Pick any college basketball team that's still in the hunt for your shot at winning $100. All it takes is a $1 bet and that team winning their next game. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable so you can deposit and withdraw your funds at your own convenience. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code TATE when you sign up to turn $1 into $100 if the college basketball team of your choosing pulls off the win. That's code TATE, T-A-T-E, to turn $1 into $100 for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only, restrictions Apply. See slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem, call 1 800 Gambler or in Indiana, 1 800 9 with it. My final note for the day, BJ. I wanted to bring up the Miami Heat because you know Pat Riley is doing what he always does, making some moves and uh, trying to bolster their roster their roster as much as possible. Gets Oladipo um, for you know Olenek and Avery Bradley. That was a deal that came you know right at the last minute of the deadline. There's a lot of speculation about them trying to sign Lamarcus Aldridge. I mean, what are you seeing for the Miami Heat? Because to me, it looks like they're trying to upgrade as best they can with what they have, and uh, obviously don't lose Duncan Robinson, don't lose Tyler Hero, uh, and April and are able to add a guy like Oladipo?
1: I thought it was a good pickup. You know, if you're looking at the Oladipo prior to the injury. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, I, I like Victor. I, I really like Victor. I I, I, do too. I I like the way he plays. I like his energy. I like what he brings. But to my eye, he, he, he hasn't looked healthy since that injury. I thought when he came back in the bubble, you know, I, I give him credit for coming back but he didn't look healthy watching him this year. He hasn't looked healthy to me mm-hmm. now. I hope for him that he has a great offseason or summer where he can get back to that Victor because he really, you I know, mean, he had became an all-star. He had found his, you know, he had kind of found his little rhythm, you know, he had found like he had mm-hmm. bounced around a little bit, you know, he gets traded from Orlando down to OKC Goes from OKC to Indiana. And by the way, Indiana picked up two All Stars in mm-hmm. that trade. Yeah. Picked up Victor and Sabonis. Yep. And Victor was looking great prior to that injury. He's come back and he hasn't been the same Victor because he's not tall. So he needs his athleticism, he needs his, his base to be Victor Oladipo. So I hope that the Miami Heat. Is a place that's gonna allow him to regain that victor, Olivia, yep. that he can come back. Okay. Now, he hasn't looked healthy to me in in, in Houston. He didn't look healthy to me. Mm-hmm. If he can regain that form, his physical form, along with Jimmy Butler, I think that's a that's a formidable backcourt. Okay. I think Tyler Hero looks to me like he may be what I would call a five and a half starter, right? He's a starter, but he may be the sixth man and you mm-hmm. can insert him in because he scores 30 whether he comes off the bench or he starts.
0: And sometimes it seems like it's better when it's off the bench with that second unit. Yes. So,
1: so if Victor can play, because he's a versatile player, he can play the one, he can play the two as well. Jimmy Butler is a versatile player. Yep. Then you have Hero and Duncan. I think that's a, that's a really nice combination of guards and wing players that they have you got then you got andre iguodala and then you got got, none you got none okay and all now if that if that's the victor that we're expecting here moving forward i think that's great but so far he hasn't looked to be healthy to me Mm -hmm. and health is everything especially to a guard so um I like Miami. I like how they play. You know, I'm uh, Coach Spo is. You know, I know you're not supposed to have favorites, but he's one of my favorites. Yeah, he's one of my, fa- <laughs> yeah, yeah, one yeah. Of my favorite coaches. Mm-hmm. I love the way he plays. Pat Riley. I mean, like, yeah, we know what it is. So yeah, I mean, Pat, 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 it, it, Pat's, it, Pat's my guy. But yep, I just think right now, long term, I really like it. I hope this is a home for him. I really do because I think it's time for him to settle in, right? I know everyone wants to chase the money, or at least that's what's being reported. I think for him, let's let's settle in. Yep. Let's settle in who we are. I think this is a good fit for his personality. I think this is a great organization. We know they play hard. We know they're organized. We know they are going to bring it. You got to beat this team. They're not going to just lose a game because they're going to be fundamentally sound, fundamentally coached. And if they can get a couple of, big pieces right you need more than bam now i think to get out of the eastern conference you, you, you bam alone is not going to get this done yep so i think if they can continue to build on this this gives them a really nice foundation and then if they can get help wherever it comes from right however they whatever they whether it's a trade or draft or a free agency whatever i think adds to what they're trying to do down there in miami
0: and final thing, BJ, Kyle Lowry does not go anywhere. I feel like he was discussed at so many different places, whether it was Philadelphia, whether it was Miami, whether it was L.A. There was even a leaked report that L.A. had offered up, you know, KCP and Schroeder to try to get Lowry to the Lakers. But in the end, he stays in Toronto. Uh, did you take anything away from that? I I did not really, other than the fact that Lowry, uh, you know, staying home. You're clapping.
1: I'm clapping. I'm clapping that Kyle Lowry did good move. Okay, Mm -hmm. and I know I'm probably in the minority here. You know, at 32 or 33 for all of us 6'2 and 6'3 and underguards, that's a life-changing moment for us. Mm -hmm. Because once you lose speed and quickness, you never know when you're going to fall off the cliff. You never know when it's going to happen. Sometimes it happens at 32, sometimes it happens at 33, Oh, man, he stretched his out to 34, Mm -hmm. okay? Size and length is the one thing that doesn't deteriorate as you get older, right? I love watching Kevin Durant play because I'm like, okay, he loses a step or two. He's still seven feet. (laughs) You lose a step at at 6'2", 6'3", suddenly you're old. And the reason I was happy he didn't get traded, Kyle Lowry, is because... Kyle Lowry has achieved a level of success that I want to applaud and appreciate this, this, this young man has achieved far and beyond. Right. Not only to play in the NBA, he is a hall of fame. He has a hall of fame career going right now. Mm -hmm. And I want that to be celebrated in Toronto. I really do. I really, I, I want him to retire in Toronto. I want him to get all of his respect, not when he comes back in the building with some video tribute. I don't want that. I don't want to be hearing about what he did for us. Thanks, Kyle Lowry, for the memories. No. I want Kyle Lowry to retire a Toronto Raptor. I want him to retire and get all the respect from the organization now. For I want him to respect what he achieved there in that country yep, and really appreciate to say, you know what, everybody can't win every year, but I'm tired now of all of these video tributes. (laughs) I want Kyle Lowry and Kyle Lowry to reciprocate the same level of respect that each of them deserve. Kyle Lowry deserves to be respected with the utmost, when you say the Toronto Raptors, you gotta say Kyle Lowry. Yep, yep. You gotta say Kyle Lowry now. So the fact that he didn't get traded to me is I want Kyle Lowry to be a Toronto Raptor for the rest of his life. I want him to finish his career there and figure that out how he has to go about whatever it is. All of this going around he is a Toronto Raptor, man. Mm-hmm. Let him.
0: Uh, yeah. Let, let's, let him ride it out. Yeah. yeah into the yeah. sunset. When these great players yep.
1: leave, you know, like when you see a great player playing in a different uniform, you go, oh, that just.
0: Doesn't feel the same. Like when you see Patrick Ewing in a magic. Yeah. Business. I remember
1: Patrick Ewing was in <laughs> Seattle. I was like. "What is?" <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like
0: it's like, it's a, like he, he a, needs to be in New York. Yeah. He
1: needs to be. He's a New York Nick. You know yeah. what I mean? Kyle Lowry is a Toronto Raptor. Let's figure this one out, people. Because that, to me, we the North, when I see that, I think of Kyle Lowry. Mm -hmm. When I think of excellence and the defining moment for the Raptors, I think of Kyle Lowry. I think of all of the the things that have happened up there in Toronto Raptors basketball history. Okay, okay. Yeah, they, they got some great players. Tracy McGrady was up there. Yeah, Vince Carter was up there. Yeah, Vince Carter, I mean, uh, Kawhi Leonard. Yeah, he, he played one year up there. But when you say, what is Toronto Raptors basketball? Well, Kyle Lowry's name got to be right next to it. Yep. So I was, again, happy that he didn't get traded because I want him to finish his career. I want to... You know, hopefully I'm there in the building. I want to, when he plays his final game, if he comes in there in another uniform and they give him a standing ovation, no, I want him to walk in that arena every single night because he is moved on to ambassador or coach or executive or whatever it is he should be doing after his post career and say, this guy is what excellence looks like. Yep. That's what I want for Kyle Lowry. And I think Kyle Lowry, hopefully he can see that vision beyond. And hopefully the organization can see that vision beyond, because to me, that says something.
0: hmm That's a that that's a culture, right? If you have that, that says you, something yeah.
1: because Kyle Lowry has lived it, he's done it there. Mm-hmm. And, and never that's waver. what I want for Cal. That's, never what, I ask for a trade. that's yeah. what I want for trade. That's what I want. And if there's any, and, and I'm going to give you an example. Pat Riley has done that probably as well as anybody. It really, mm-hmm. look, I've known Dwayne Wade when he was younger. And, and, you know, when I see him, we can, you know, speak. But when Dwayne Wade left the Miami Heat, it didn't look right to me. Didn't look right to me.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know what did look right is when he came back.
2: Yeah, yep. You know what looked
1: right to me when he played his last game in a Heat uniform? That looked right to me. That's what I want for Kyle Lowry because Mm -hmm. Kyle Lowry deserves that. The NBA deserves it. And this next generation deserves it. What do they deserve to look beyond when the air comes out of the ball? Kyle Lowry is a first class. He's first class, man. He's top notch. And I, and I hope this young man has that opportunity to experience that because what he has meant to the game of basketball in the NBA, in the NBA family, but in particular in that country and what he's achieved, when you go up to Toronto, Tate, I mean, we the North is a real thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a, it's a, Okay, they're passionate about it. Kyle Lowry started that. Kyle Lowry started that. Kyle Lowry is the face of that. So this is bigger to me than getting traded and chasing another championship here. And then Kyle Lowry is going to play there for a half a season. And then he'll go to another team. And then he'll, no, this man deserves the the respect of saying, okay, he won here, finish his career here. Tim Duncan retired Spurs. Thurk Nowinski, the late Kobe Bryant, that looked right to me, that says something, I think it's time for us and Kyle Lowry to say, you know what, man, you 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 mean something. Kyle Lowry means something to this game. Mm-hmm. So hopefully he finishes his career there. And that's what I, I, I don't know how I got on that. But I, I just want him. I don't want him moving around the league. I don't I, like I don't want this guy moving around like. When it came, was in a Toronto Raptors jersey. Like it didn't look right to me.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's show some loyalty.
1: That's dream. That's yep. dream. That's a dream <laughs> shake. I mean, yep. dream shake in Houston is that, that's that's dream. I saw him in a Toronto Raptors jersey. I was like, what what's going on here? Like what, this didn't look right. So,
0: yep. And uh, uh, that's a final, good final note to end on. I'm happy to see Lowry staying, BJ. We, we could talk about the Bulls, obviously. You know, Zach Levine oh, gets Vucevic. That's a good move. Two All-Stars in Chicago. That's always great to see. Um, but in general, this has been a nice trade deadline. I think some good moves have been made. Shout-out to the Nuggets. Shout-out to the Clippers. Uh, Shout-out to the Sixers for staying, holding, you know what I mean, showing who they are as a team. I like to see that. Uh, again, this has been pushing through. I am Tate Frazier. He is BJ Armstrong, and we will be back next Tuesday. Thanks for listening.